So, another Friday is upon us. I know you don't smoke weed, but I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. You know, on one hand, I feel like I really know Nick Cannon. On the other hand, I feel like I really don't know him. He's one of those celebrities that he's always talking very openly and honestly, but then there are sides to him. You're like, oh, I didn't know about this, or he didn't really tell us about I mean, there's people out there that are huge Nick Cannon fans, and they keep their finger on his pulse, and they hear everything he's ever said, and they get him. And it's not that I don't get him. It's just that... I know that he has eight babies with five different women. Mm-hmm. I know he was married to Mariah Carey. They have two kids together. Like, I know certain facts about him. I know there was some controversy with him in the past. You know, we've seen him on America's Got Talent. Like, we, I get, I get his whole vibe. I thought it was very interesting. He did an interview on a podcast that we need to discuss, by the way. The, we got to discuss the, the, the whole the specific podcast. Um, But the content of what he said, I thought was very interesting because he was very honest about his feelings about monogamy and that he basically doesn't think it's healthy. He doesn't really get it. Married is not single. When you allow the government and paperwork to come in and say, this is a bond, this is a covenant that is honored amongst multiple people throughout the land. That's you're not single. And other than that, you're single. Uh, Or you can still make covenants without getting the government involved. You can make a covenant and just say you where two people say we choose to be monogamous because we value this so much that we don't want anyone else to be a part of this or intrude this energy that we have. And I just don't feel like that's healthy. I don't. I don't feel like they monogamy they, is healthy. I feel like that gets into the space of yeah. selfishness and ownership. Well, it can and it does, <laughs> and it sure as hell doesn't come naturally. So I feel like my ultimate goal, or not goal, I just feel like my trajectory in life is, you know, I'm what, 41 now. As I continue, one, be the best father I can be, and as I get into an older age, that I'll probably just like. Whoever's willing to put up with me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the one That'll you be the person who sticks <laughs> Whoever's around. still standing. Because I, every relationship that I, relationship that I go into, I, and I, I usually have this conversation up front. It was like, you're going to leave. I mean, you're going to get tired of my shit. So I think that's an interesting philosophy. What, what do you, first of all, what do you think about him saying that he thinks monogamy is unhealthy? Okay. He's completely full of shit because... I know somebody who who knows Nick Cannon, and every time they see Nick Cannon, he's with three different girls. So, of course, he's not going to believe in it because he goes through girls like water. So, of course, he's going to say, I'm not a one-woman man. I play the field. No shit. And the only reason why you want Mariah back is because Mariah's hot as hell, she's talented, and she's got a shit ton of money. Other than that, you're playing. You have a different twenty-two-year-old every single night. But that's not full of shit. That's his point. His point is he's not into monogamy because he wants to have a different twenty-two-year-old every single night. And he's honest about it. That's th- the point he's making. Is that monogamy isn't healthy for him? For him, the the idea that he's saying monogamy isn't healthy. It's healthy for some people. Yeah, when he turns you know, sixty. And- and he starts going downhill, 
and he's not on TV anymore, then he can settle down. I don't know if it's going to be 60 for him. I mean, he looks real good. He keeps in great shape, and his career is just blowing up and getting bigger and bigger as he gets older. But you're right. Over the next 20 years, it might change a little bit, and maybe by then he might be willing to settle down with one person, but maybe not. I mean, I know people in their 60s that are swingers or players or don't want to commit to one person. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people in my building, like, actually. Like, some of the older people in my building that I, I was like, I remember I asked one of the doormen about this one particular couple, because every time I saw them, they were with all different people, and I was like, are they swingers? Like, what's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, they're swingers. I was like, I was joking. He's like, no, no, they're, they're total swingers. <laughs> yeah. And they're in their 60s, you know, so good for them. When you look back at all the really good-looking people, they don't settle down. Like your Brad Pitt, your George Clooney, your people, your John Stamos, until they get to a certain age. Right, that's true. Then they're just playing. I mean, you're with three different girls every single night. When you're Nick Cannon and you're good-looking, talented, and rich, you ain't settling down. No I know, way. but he's honest. He's honest about it. Is my point. He's he's honest about saying he's not into monogamy, and he has that conversation right from the very beginning with somebody. But I like that he was trying to spin it like you know you're going to leave me. It's like no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. You're the girl's not going to leave you. You're setting it up. That's called gaslighting. When you make it sound like oh you're going to leave me. Yes, I'm going to leave you because I'm. You're going to be cheating on me, and then telling me that you hate monogamy, and then you block right me. from the very. Right, and then block me. If you're somebody that's not into monogamy, that has to be a conversation you have from the get. Mm -hmm. Like you start your relationship with, hey, here's something about me you need to know right now. And the problem is you get a lot of girls that are like, yeah, until he's with me, and then suddenly he'll be really into monogamy. No, if a guy tells you he's not into it, he's not into it. You're not going to change him. In fact, when I first met my boyfriend, I actually said to him, listen, I don't know... If you're going to be down with this, but I'm really into monogamy. Like, that's my thing. Like, it's weird. Like, Dan Savage talks about this, how straight couples, monogamy is always the default. But that's not true. You shouldn't think that because you're with somebody and they're straight and you're straight that, well, of course we're monogamous. No, you have to have that conversation. So I had that conversation early on with my boyfriend. I said, if you're not into monogamy, I'm not the girl for you. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm just, I, I'm not, I get too jealous. I'm not a player. I'm a one woman, one man woman. Yeah. You think Nick Cannon actually has conversations with girls? Oh, well, <laughs> he, I guess that's true. Right. It doesn't stay with him that long to have a conversation. No, he has babies with them. He doesn't have conversations. He has babies. He has babies with them and then he doesn't talk to them ever again, <laughs> but he goes through them so fast, they don't have a conversation. They're out on the town. They're partying. Next thing you know, he's waking up with somebody new. Right, right. I don't know. I like the fact that he said he doesn't think monogamy is healthy. He should have added for him. But I like when celebrities talk about that kind of thing because it kind of makes it kind of normalizes the idea of not being monogamous. And there's a lot of people I've, I've talked to you about this before. I've plenty of friends who have open marriages and open relationships or they you know they're not monogamous they have their one primary partner but that person does whatever they want my friend does whatever they want and then the primary relationship is with you know the one guy or girl or whatever 
I would like to do a test with that and find out if it's super good-looking people or not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pigs, they don't, they don't have, you know, they don't go out with many people. But the really good-looking people, then they try to get away with that. You know, I hate to say this, but, you know, I watch a lot of those murder shows. And granted, it's a murder show, so clearly the relationship didn't work out. But <laughs> I, watch a lot of the, I watch a lot of those it murder really shows. really didn't work out. <laughs> really didn't really work out. Didn't like work the worst, yeah, worse than divorce. Um, but I watch a lot of those shows. And what's interesting to me is regular people who talk about the fact that, yeah, we were never monogamous. We always had a third person. We always had a lover. We've always been in a thruple. So I think it's going on in every walk of life, every culture, every um, socioeconomic level. I just think people don't talk about it. So when someone like Nick Cannon comes out and says, has a conversation about not being into monogamy, I think that's a good thing. So the second half of the conversation I want to have about that podcast, it's kind of interesting. You know, like everybody has a podcast now. You don't have to have had a radio background or anything. So mm-hmm. the woman who's hosting the podcast is used to being a guest on different television shows. That's how she knows Nick Cannon. I think she's on his show once in a while. And they're obviously friends. But she clearly does not know how to do an interview. And it's very frustrating trying to listen to that interview. I was trying to pull audio from it. But she keeps interrupting him and not letting him finish a thought and talking over him, finishing his sentences for him. When you're interviewing anybody, especially a celebrity, you ask a question and you let them finish talking. She interrupts him like 20 times in the middle of it. So it was hard for me to find clean audio where she wasn't like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, and then what else? And then don't you think sometimes... It, it's, it was really frustrating. I just... She seems like a nice woman. I'm sure she's a good guest. I'm sure she's a, a smart person. I just... She's somebody that I'd love to help. I'd love to help her do a better podcast no, and learn how to no, do an interview. No. Everybody doesn't need a podcast. Everybody that they, they can afford a mic shouldn't have one. If you don't know how to use it, d- d- stop it. There's enough podcasts. We don't need more. Pl- play a little of it so people know what I'm talking about. Who wants to put up with me for a long period of time? Well, these women clearly are. You dickmatize them. That's, but for, you mean once the dickmatizing's <laughs> over, they might... They might or like, but even to that point, because they get so frustrated yeah. and then they... They break out. Aww. And it's happened every time. And do they ever, do you tell them from the beginning that you're not going to be monogamous? Yes. Okay, I good. Think, I think at this point, if Everybody you know who knows. Nick Cannon is, you know he's probably, yeah. you know a lot about me in that sense of like, <laughs> I'm the guy your mom warned you about. Like, stay away from <laughs> that But you're dude. so sweet. But that's, that's like, I, always, I, I, I say this all the time. I, I am a better friend yeah. And companion than I am a boyfriend, boyfriend relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Husband, that all makes of those. sense. Well, yeah. I'm very grateful to be your friend and See, companion. Exactly. See, he's saying a lot of interesting things and he can't finish a thought, right? Is it just me or does it seem like she's just like, and uh, <laughs> like, just chill the fuck out, lady. And that's because she was never in radio. Yeah. I, I can drive a car, but I'm not going to race NASCAR. Yeah, it was frustrating because I'm sure he had more to say and I wish she would have mined it a little bit and really listened, listened to what he was saying and respond or ask the next follow up question. She didn't do that. She kind of she waited for him to finish talking so she can say what she wanted to say. Do you mean rather than listening to what he's saying and either asking a good follow up question or getting him talking a little more? 
she was so focused on her own thoughts that she wasn't really listening to him. It was it was very frustrating because he has a lot to say. And I'm just again, I love when celebrities come out and talk about their sexuality because it really normalizes it. And it, it opens a lot of people's eyes. And there's people out there that are like, you know what? I'm also not into monogamy, but I was afraid to say something to my partner. But Nick Cannon is out there talking about it like it's no big deal. Hopefully one day Nick Cannon will have his own show that he can get his thoughts out on. (laughs) Which he does. (laughs) He's got 17 different shows, so maybe he can go on one of his own shows and bust that wad, not on this chick show. He has a TV show and a podcast. And a podcast and a radio show. And a radio show, right, right. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure if you want to hear Nick Cannon's thoughts, you, you have many different places to hear them. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to go to this girl's podcast. I find him interesting. I think he's, I like how honest he was. Yeah, I like Nick Cannon. Wears wacky things on his head, but I like Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. He's always in fashion police. So you know how I do? I'm one of the fashion police on Us Weekly. Uh-huh. He's always in fashion police. And like the other day, I wanted to do a joke with him where I just wanted to, to say, you really love being in fashion police, don't you? Like he's always, he always wears the wackiest stuff. Only if he could get another TV show. Hey, hey, listen. The world's famous. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Let's listen in. This segment I want to call Get to Know Your Cooper. So you're at the movies. You buy a snack. Do you buy popcorn? Do you get soda, candy, or nachos? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, which one are you going to get? You're going to get popcorn and a drink, or you're going to get candy and a drink, or nachos and a drink? Yes. Okay. You can't get I'm getting all of all them. Of- it's, it's too oh, expensive. You Have you seen me at the movies? I do the... Okay, so I do the unofficial double feature. And I had a friend that worked in a movie theater, and I said... How much trouble would I get into if I was caught sneaking from one movie to the other? Mm. And he was like, oh, do you buy snacks? I was like, oh, yeah, I eat like three meals there. He said, zero. You get into zero trouble because they don't make money off the tickets. They make money off the off the concession. So if you're there buying milk duds and popcorn and nachos and soda the whole time and having like four meals there, they're happy to have you. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't care. Okay, you go to dinner. You want to buy something extra with dinner. Are you going to buy an appetizer, a fancy cocktail, soup or side salad, or dessert? I was waiting for you to get to the word dessert. Of course, dessert. Are you okay. kidding me? So you're getting yeah, dessert. In fact, I like to rush through dinner so I can get to the desserts. Purchase one of these from your local coffee shop. Black coffee, iced coffee, tea, or a sweet, fun-filled coffee? Ice coffee. You get an iced coffee? Yeah. Not black. I thought you would pick black coffee. No, I don't like my coffee black. I like stuff in it. Oh, so you're getting iced. All right. Invest in one fitness membership. Is it going to be gym membership? Mm. Peloton? Mm-hmm. Yoga? <laughs> Yoga or kickboxing? I hate Peloton. I hate the whole concept of Peloton. Because it kills people. It kills people and it's a cult. I don't, (laughs) I hate the, remember when you and I were on Long Island and there was that woman that owned a restaurant, I won't say which one, 
And we were there doing an event with her, and she was telling us all about Peloton. And she was showing us how she follows her instructor, and like her instructor is like a, her life coach, and and they're all everyone that goes to this one particular class, they're all like they're doing a meetup, and and she's really into it, but it's like very culty, and that that's a real turnoff to me. Um, so for me, I normally would say a gym because you could do lots of things at a gym. But last year, I discovered kickboxing, mm-hmm. and it is my favorite thing in the world. So I would join a boxing gym. So that gets you in shape quicker than a gym. So much probably. quicker. And it's fun. If you've never done boxing or kickboxing or sparring or any of that, you're having a great time. Plus, you get to punch things. It's awesome. You're going to buy something to help you focus. Are you going to buy a standing desk, a planner? <laughs> Noise-canceling headphones or an oil diffuser? I don't know what the last one is, so I guess noise-canceling headphones because I don't, I don't want to stand up. What's a planner? Like well, a person? Write, no, like well, you hire somebody? You write down in the thing what you have to do that day. I have an app for that. Oh, so you're buying headphones. No, I like the standing desk. That's my, that's my jam right there. You would never be in a standing desk. No, never. I was. At Fox, you could move it up and down. So half the day I would st- I would sit, the other half I would stand. You just can't out, sit I... all day. Really? You would do a standing desk? Yeah, I like standing desks. The ones that you can move up and down, they have little buttons that move hmm. up and down. So you're sitting down, you're like, oh, my back hurts. I can s- sit up in the desk. Yeah, I like that. Did it have, did it have a treadmill on it too? No, I'm not, not that crazy. Uh, (laughs) you're going to spend money on a vacation. Are you going to cruise somewhere exotic? You're going to go to a (laughs) tropical all-inclusive resort, an Mm -hmm. Airbnb in the mountains, or a theme park? Okay, I want to go through each one of those because I think they're all hilarious. You have to pick one. Oh, no, 100% the Airbnb in the mountains. There's no question. That's exactly what I would do. And I've done it, and that's where I go when I go on vacation. But what's funny is I was just thinking the other day that I've never been on a cruise. I never want to go on a cruise. And to me, that feels like a punishment, mm-hmm. being stuck on a boat somewhere. I was watching a commercial, and they were like, free upgrade to with a bal- for a balcony. And I was like, wait, you don't get a balcony? Like, they, they put you where? Like, underneath the boat? <laughs> of course. Like, how can you not have a balcony on a boat? So I was thinking, like, that sounds awful, being stuck on a boat. Um a theme park. The only reason why I don't care for theme parks is because I'm afraid of rides, scared of scared of all that stuff. Roller coasters mm-hmm. scares the crap out of me. And we used to have to go when I was at that other radio station. We used to go. We went to uh, Disney, went to Universal, and we had a great time. But I was afraid to go on the rides, so wasted time for me. And uh, I don't know the all inclusive thing. The problem with those all inclusives is you're stuck with the group of people who is also who are also there. And I've been to some all-inclusive places that were fantastic, where the other people there are fun, and you hang out, and you have a good time, and it's really chill. And I've been to others where it's annoying, and people are not respectful of each other, not respectful of their space. It's, yeah, I don't like the all-inclusive resorts, because it's it's a crapshoot. You never know what you're getting. Airbnb in the mountains... You're on your own. You can do your own thing. And it's a big, giant, leave me the hell alone. I love that. The all-inclusive, you don't have to hang with people. I just love all-inclusive because 
You can go at any time, get anything you want to eat, and then when you're done, you get up and walk away. Yeah, but you see the same people all the time because they're also at the all-inclusive, and there's not, at least the ones that I've stayed at, there's one beach, there's one pool, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you're, you're stuck with the group of people. It's, it's like a cruise ship that doesn't go anywhere. But you're not stuck on it. That's the thing. If everybody gets COVID on the island, at least you're not stuck on that stupid boat for six months. I guess it depends where the all-inclusive is. I've done it in terrible places. I've done it in like, you know, real touristy island kind of places. Maybe if I did it somewhere like, I don't know, Hawaii, it might be more fun. No, St. Lucia was great. Antigua was awesome. You know, places like that I loved. Jamaica. Okay, you have to buy a fashion item. Are you going to buy a handbag, mm-hmm. shoes, mm-hmm. jewelry, or mm-hmm. a fashion jacket? I will let you answer that. It's going to be shoes. but Of course it's shoes. But you like handbags and you like fashion jackets and you don't hate jewelry. So I wear cheap costume jewelry. I don't like fancy schmancy jewelry. That's not my thing. I like big, chunky, fake necklaces that I get from, like, H&M. Mm. Um, yeah, I have lots of jackets. But, again, like, I have jackets that I get from The Gap. And I have jackets. I don't I don't buy expensive clothes at all. I, I like cheap clothes and expensive shoes. My whole thing was every time I got a new job or signed a contract or had, like, a chunk of cash coming in, the one gift I always gave myself was a brand-new pair of shoes. That is my one thing. And right now it's winter. You want boots. I want boots. I guarantee there there are boots right now that you want. I look today. Actually, I have <laughs> I have two pairs of boots. I have two pairs of boots in a cart <laughs> on a website. I won't say which one, but yep. Mm-hmm. Do you really? How can you buy boots off a website? Your calves are huge. Um. First of all, fuck you. Second of all. <laughs> No, they they're are. Ankle- You've said that they're, nonstop. They're that ankle you're, you're boots. Camp. All right. Yes, they're ankle boots. I, believe me. I don't, you have fat little legs. How are you going to get the boots I, over? <laughs> I don't buy boots anymore that go up to my knees because I can't fit anything over my fat calves. Um, I buy ankle <laughs> boots and three-quarter boots and stuff I can wear. Trust me, I, I have my whole boot game down now. And I've got two pairs of boots singing, sitting in a cart at Nordstrom's. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go see if they go on sale. You got to buy something for your pet. Do you buy pet apparel, a cute and comfy bed, a grooming session, or a toy? Definitely a toy because my big dog, Marconi, um, you can't groom him. You got to do it yourself. Right. He's not groomable. You can't can't take him to a groomer uh, or couldn't take him to a groomer. Um, he had a bed. I wasn't going to buy him like another bed. He's a big giant dog. Yeah. There's beds so, all over that, that apartment right now. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you can't, you couldn't buy clothing for him because he was too big and didn't, he didn't need it. He, he wasn't a clothing guy. Like he's not like a little dog that needs a cute little sweater, you know? So he's not a clothing guy. So I used to buy him toys all the time. He loved it. That guy loved a new toy. You show up with a new toy. Oh, mm-hmm. it was Christmas every day. Spend money on some comfort food. Are you buying Pizza, pasta, ice cream, grilled cheese. 
Th- that's how I eat every day. <laughs> what are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, that sounds like what you had for... <laughs> that's exactly that was, that was... the order you ate them in, by the way, also. That's, you woke yeah, up, that's literally pizza, what I pasta, had for breakfast. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ice cream and then uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup. But if you have to pick one, which one are you going to pick? Ice cream. Definitely ice cream, yeah. Over pizza? Yeah, yeah. I think ice cream over pizza. All right. Spend $5 or less. Okay, are you going to buy a cup of coffee, a breakfast sandwich, renting a movie, I don't know who does that, or treat yourself to a face mask? No, I have face masks here. I have got tons of that stuff. I don't need to go buy that. You need to wear one now. Yeah, no. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Not that kind of face mask. They mean like a cleansing face mask. They mean like a, yeah, they mean, yeah. yeah, should try that. One to get rid of your po- to help your pores. Yeah, no. Um, coffee. In fact, I just did that today. I was walking home. I had a craving. I had three bucks in my pocket, and I thought, "There's a Dunkin' Donuts," and I went and I got myself a Dunkin' coffee. Ice coffee. Did you get ice coffee? I did. Oh, good for you. All right, spend around twenty-five bucks. Are you going to get? It was sixty a- degrees in New York today. Yeah, I know. Wait till tomorrow. It'll be like 10. Uh, spend around 25 bucks. Are you going to buy a mini air fryer, a coffee maker, takeout, or a board game? A <laughs> board game? Who yeah, plays board know. games <laughs> anymore? What year is this from? Yeah, I don't um, know. Definitely takeout. That's my one splurge. My boyfriend and I decided that the best way to save money is not to spend it. So, during COVID, we didn't do any takeout whatsoever. So if somebody gave me extra cash, that would be the one thing I would do. Yeah, takeout for sure. I'm going to tell you the greatest invention ever made, and that is the air fryer. I'm scared of those things. I don't know how I went this long and not had one. What do you do with a, it? I got a Ninja air oh fryer. But it's like a toaster oven, air fryer oven. It's kind of like all that put together into one. But right. it's flipping amazing. You put why? A, What's so great about it? Like, what do you do with it? You, you put a pizza in it. You just put the pizza in it, and you say cook, and it cooks, and it stops, and it's perfectly cooked every time. It's not like a toaster oven where it just gives up and it's not done yet. This ninja knows how long it takes to make that pizza and makes it perfectly. It's on the box. You just stick it in there for the amount of time that it says. It's a whole new world. I can't explain it until you you try it yourself and you go, that is amazing. Everybody in this house thinks that's the greatest invention ever. Because it makes pizza? You can put an egg in it and it'll make an egg. It will air fry an egg perfectly. You don't have to boil it in water. It's just the most amazing thing. But who wants an egg air fry? Does it scramble it for you? No, but I'm telling you, it's the greatest invention. It's like, remember when I talked you into a DVR and you fought me? (laughs) Yeah. I don't want a DVR. I don't like that. It makes no sense to me. And I kept going, Cooper, you need a DVR. It will change your life. And you fought me and fought me, and then you broke down and you thought it was the greatest thing ever. I'm telling you that's the air fryer. 
Okay, just FYI, the DVR is the stupidest thing in the world. Guess guess who doesn't use one anymore? Wow. The entire country. I know, but up until like five years ago, everybody did. But now we just get everything on demand. All right, spend around 50 bucks. Are you going to buy a smart speaker, a video game, a piece of wall art, or an article of clothing? I'm not spending $50. You got to buy something. You got to buy a video game, a smart speaker, some art or clothing. Um, Probably a smart speaker. Oh, really? I have too much clothing. In fact, the new thing now, it used to be, no, seriously, I'm sitting, what, I'm, what I've been doing all day is going through closets, getting rid of stuff, like deciding what I'm going to sell on eBay, what I'm getting rid of and what I'm keeping. That's what I've been doing all day today. No more clothing. Nothing fits me anymore anyway, but... Um, yeah, so a smart speaker is a great idea because I spend a lot of time going through closets, getting rid of stuff. It'd be really nice if I can just, you know, not have to listen on my AirPods. And tell it to play something. You can say, hey, Google, play Cooper and Anthony, and it will. Right. And it'll, exactly. It's, it's freaking awesome. Okay, spend around 100 bucks. Are you going to buy an Apple TV, tickets to a live performance, Amazon Prime membership, or a drone? Has Amazon Prime membership gone up to a hundred dollars? It's like one hundred and thirty now. Get out! Yeah, it's crazy. It, it it's that much per year. Yep. See, you don't even see them take it out. They yeah. Just take it out. But yeah, I it's guess gone that. Up. Yeah, gotta watch the boys. And you yeah. buy everything off Amazon. That's where they screw you, because you buy everything off Amazon. You don't want to pay right. shipping. Maisel's coming back next week. Uh, Marvel's Mrs. Maisel. And I don't want to pay shipping. And yeah, I mean, Amazon, pff, uncle, they have me. Spend around 500 bucks. This is learn your Cooper. Spend around 500 bucks. Are you buying a camping tent, a grill, <laughs> a record player, <laughs> or a high-end beanbag? Wait, a high-end beanbag is $500? Yeah, the one I had was like 400 Remember the that one I had? Four, yes, that thing was $400? Yeah, thing was huge. Holy, holy it was great, crap. though. I mean, can I say none of the above? I don't yeah, want any you don't of those want, You don't need none of those. You, you'd probably take the beanbag if you had to. I mean, what am I going to do with a record player? Nobody has records anymore. I'm not going to buy records. That's stupid. Yeah, the CDs um, are like shit. <laughs> I only could find a CD. <laughs> it's not playing the DVD at all. It's just going. <laughs> that's all it's doing. <laughs> this paper plate it. sounds awful. The cat loves it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Finally, you, you got to. Finally, you got to spend a grand. Are you going to buy furniture, a new phone, tickets to Disney World, or a hot tub? <laughs> Hot tub. You mean a germ machine? <laughs> yeah, I love hot tub. No, thank you. I don't want a germ machine. Um, it would I'm be not... your germs. It's not. It, you're not buying a public hot tub. You're buying you a hot tub. No, thank you. No, thank you. I already told you why I'm not going to Disneyland. Right. So now you got furniture, new phone. That's tough. I mean, hmm. the thing with the phone is I do the monthly. I guess I could just pay one off you know i i have a i still have an 11 i would like i don't know if i need a 12 do i 
No. Yeah. So that's so the a, thing is you a, don't need a new one. But if you did need Max. a new one, if you had to get a new one, would you get a new phone or furniture? I mean, the problem is my couch when we sit down. Okay, so normally the couch is fine, but because we spent the past two years sitting on it because of the because of the COVID. You've had that couch a while, though. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had that couch a long time. Now, when we sit on it, it sinks. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hold us up anymore. So I, I guess it would have to be furniture. Mercy. Someone's got a pretty high opinion of herself. It's the Cooper and Anthony show. You hear the whole thing that's going on with Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Right now? Nope. All right. So I'm only bringing this up. You probably already heard a lot of this. I'm only bringing it up because he did an interview this week, actually just today, with Esquire magazine, where he really did a deeper dive into this whole story. So... Um, Taylor Swift, as you know, had that whole thing with Scooter Braun, where Scooter Braun owned all her music, would not mm-hmm. sell it back to her. So as a screw you to him, she's re-releasing all of her albums, Taylor's version, it's called. Like everything she re-releases, it's called Taylor's mm-hmm. version. So she has a song that people say might be about Jake Gyllenhaal. The song is called All Too Well. And she re-released it as All Too Well, Taylor's version. And if you watch the video, the video is like she did like a little 10-minute movie, you know. If you watch it, it does seem like it was probably about Jake Gyllenhaal, even though every time Taylor Swift is interviewed, she says, the song is not about anybody in particular. It's just about relationships and love. And when you're young and you look up at an older guy and think he's everything, but, you know, you're too young to know the difference, whatever. So, but we all know it's really about Jake Gyllenhaal. So there was a whole thing um, when that song came out that her fans started really going after him again because he broke Taylor's heart, mm-hmm. you know, and they're on their team Taylor. But they were getting really vicious about it, like, I hope you die, kill yourself kind of stuff, you know. So here's what he said to Esquire magazine. He said, at some point, I think it's important when supporters get unruly that we feel a responsibility to have them be civil and not allow for cyberbullying in one's mm-hmm. name. So he is actually saying that, he goes in, in the article by basically saying that Taylor Swift is responsible to reel in her unruly fans, that she should step up and say, listen, you guys, I know I said the song isn't about anybody. You guys think it's about Jake Gyllenhaal. Stop going after him. Leave him alone. Like, he's looking for her to basically defend him against the Swifties that are relentlessly coming after him. I mean, it's, I've seen some of the stuff it's there. It's, it's Mm -hmm. bad. Bullying is bullying. No matter what, no matter if it's online or if it's in person, they're just a bully. And I don't think Taylor Swift needs you to step up for her and have her back. She's, she can handle herself. Right. So the people that are going after Jake Gyllenhaal in her name, it's almost insulting to her. You know, if you're such a big Taylor Swift fan, let her fight her own battles. She'll, she'll do it in lyrics. She'll do it, you know, on stages every time she accepts an award or in an interview. You're right. You know, that's actually, I hadn't thought about that point. But the idea that it's almost insulting and it's really paternalistic and maternalistic to be like, oh, don't worry, Taylor, I got your back. No, she's a full-grown woman. Mm-hmm. 
She can handle herself. She does not need you defending her. That's actually a really good point that I hadn't thought of. And you had her back when Kanye pushed her out of the way and on the award show when she got bullied. So that wasn't cool for her. So why is it cool for you to do it? Right. I mean, we we have to stop bullying on all fronts. If it's online, if it's uh, a Yelp review, or if it's a 12-year-old in a, in a cafeteria, we just have to stop it completely. And you can't say one is, is all right and one is not all right. It's all bullying, and it's not cool. You know, I was sitting next to a girl today on the bus, like a younger girl. I was uh, out around the time that school let out. And she was holding her phone, and I saw the picture on her phone. Now, the picture on my phone is my dog. Most people have, like, their family or, I don't know, like, some place they've been is some photograph they really love with a bunch of friends. She had, as her screensaver, as her, you know, uh, lock screen photo, photo of Olivia Rodrigo. You know, I get it. I mean, her music is incredible. She's a rare talent at a very young age. I mean, she's, like, 19. And I love the fact that she went to the White House to promote COVID vaccinations oh, among, yeah. remember, yeah. among like younger people. And she wore that fantastic outfit. She didn't dress for the White House. She dressed for somebody her age. She was like, I just I find her really um, empower, empowering. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear her speak, she's actually working with Gina Davis is doing this whole thing about gender and media. And she's actually working with Gina Davis on this whole gender in media thing. It's just, she's really like, she's an amazing kid. And I say kid because she is a kid. Mm. So I get why that girl had a picture of Olivia Rodrigo on her phone as a lock screen. But that also tells me that if anybody ever comes for Olivia Rodrigo, this girl is going after them. Right. You can't just be a fan. You also have to be a defender of the artist that you've chosen to love. And I mean, I think what you're saying is really smart. It's if you love that artist so much, Olivia Rodrigo is a really strong, strong she woman. Need I mean, your help. at nine Yeah, exactly. At 19, I can barely find my belly button. I never knew I I wore remember my first day of college. I wore two different shoes to the first day of school because I couldn't I was so nervous. I grabbed two different shoes that looked similar and I wore two different shoes the first day of school. Olivia Rodrigo would never do that. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's a capable woman. You're right. She doesn't need some girl on a bus defending her against whoever's going to throw shade at her. I don't know where that started, but I think it's really misogynistic and I think it has to stop. I, I don't think I can relate because I've never been that big of a fan of anybody where I would even speak up on their behalf because I don't know him. You know, I like Ryan Reynolds. I like his movies. If you got something bad to say about him, I don't care. So I've never been in that situation where I'm going to stand up for somebody on their behalf because I don't know them deep enough to fight for them. Right. Well, I don't know. Like, as somebody who grew up being really into female rappers, like, I remember people coming for Salt and Pep. I remember people coming for, you know, MC Light, all those girls that were, like, out there doing what what boys were doing, you know, doing what men were doing, but better, you know. And as a little girl looking up to them, like, they, they that was really empowering. And I it really meant something to me. And every time somebody came for them, I remember like 
taking it personally. But there was no social media then. So you couldn't be like, I couldn't get on Facebook. I couldn't get on, you know, Instagram or whatever and defend what someone was saying about Peppa, like, for, for example. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't do that. That didn't exist. So what were they going to do? Like, you know, write a letter? <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Well, it's like the, it's so, like the people who stand up for Trump. Or Biden or whatever. These people wouldn't piss on you to put you out of a fire. They don't care about you. So don't care right. about them. Right. You know, I just I've never felt that strongly for anybody that wasn't a good friend or a, somebody in my family for me to stand up for. Them. But Biden and Trump are politicians. And by the virtue of the fact they're politicians, they're self-involved and self-focused and they're narcissists, both of them. And you're right. They don't care about anybody but themselves and their immediate family. I believe that because they're politicians. But Taylor Swift is different. She really goes out of her way for her fans. She goes to their party. She invites them places. I mean, remember, I've told you, like, she and Demi Lovato are the same way where they have like a group of fans that they communicate with on a regular basis. You don't, you don't have to do that. You could just live your life. Mm. But no, um, there's some pop stars out there that are just really appreciative. So I think their fans feel like I have to defend them. I, I, anyone that's going to say anything. But the thing is, Jake Gyllenhaal didn't come out and say anything against Taylor Swift he just broke up with her they just had a bad relationship it just didn't work out and thank god it didn't work out because she wrote some great music out of it and she would not have been with Joe Alwyn now if it wasn't for she went through all the guys she shouldn't be with to figure out who she should be with you know she's been with Joe Alwyn now five years and there's a rumor today that they got engaged so you know, how about just be happy for your girl and don't come for Jake Gyllenhaal. He didn't do anything. Yeah, and she will get anybody back that wronged her by a song. So you don't have to stand up for her. She can do fine, just fine by herself. Right. I just think it's interesting that it bothered Jake Gyllenhaal enough that he's doing an interview for Esquire magazine and that's what he wants to talk about. See, what is this? Sounds like something I heard before. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Anthony, I don't think you're going on vacation. I think I am. I don't think you are. Why? Well, this is why I'm a little depressed. I don't think you guys know this, but the world is ending on the 12th, which is in two days. Today's the 10th, right? It's going to yeah. end on Friday? I thought the world was supposed to end until 2012. No. I'm sorry, no. The it's world... Thursday. I no. was told it was 2012. It's going to end on payday? No, June 12th, Thursday. That's it. But that's, that's all you payday, got. though. Will I have time to take my check? Well, what do you? Yeah, well, but you won't have time to spend it. Exactly. Why, why get your check if the world is ending? That really sucks. How do we know this? Who's who? Who is? Uh, <laughs> Should I cancel yeah. my, my place? What scientific organization is uh, releasing this information? Well, there's a little group outside of Abilene, Texas. Whoa, we've heard that before. <laughs> They're saying. I know. Why are, all, why are the cults in Texas? I don't know. Why there's is it such a cult? There's a lot of open space, I guess, it's lands really cheap cult there. friendly state. Yeah, but they have the death penalty there. You know what? Why on earth would you want to? Anyway, so there's a, there's a group just outside Abilene, Texas. They're claiming the end of the world is going to be June 12th. They're called the House Thursday. of Yahweh. The House of Yahweh. Yep, that's the name of the group, the House of Yahweh. And didn't they're they, claiming. Didn't they have a song called Jump Around? <laughs> no, that's not House of Pain. Oh, of pain. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying that a nuclear holocaust is coming on June 12th, and only members of their group will be saved. That's how it usually works. Isn't <laughs> of course, it? <laughs> we're all goners except for them. Well, do they have a? Do they have like a nuclear-proof bunker that they've? 
traded there in Texas? No, they just think they're going to be saved. Just them. Jump around. And this song will be playing on a loop. Exactly. Jump up. Jump up. <laughs> yeah. So you got to change your last name to Hawkins. That's the first thing you got to do. And they probably what they they probably used the royalties from this song to build the bunker. I think they did. So everyone changed their their members of their group changed their last name to Hawkins. They live on this compound. They changed their last name. Why? Because the guy who's in the cult leader, uh-huh. his last name is Hawkins. So if if we change our names to Hawkins, are we going to survive this nuclear holocaust on well, Thursday? Here's the problem: when you go down to the court to make a name change, it takes a couple of months. Oh you, no! You should have done this months ago. You don't have enough time now. You know who's who's free and clear. Taylor Hawkins. Sophie B. Hawkins. Sophie B. Hawkins. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> She'll be fine. Yeah. Steven. The, oh, that's Hawking. The drummer for the Foo Fighters. Taylor Hawkins. Hawkins. I said, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. So now here's what's interesting <laughs> is the, the group leader. Former the, NBA great Connie Hawkins. He'll be fine, too. But the rest of us, <laughs> gone. We're, in, we're, in really? we're all goners, yeah. Now, here's the thing. Now, the the... The authorities in Texas are saying this is a religious cult, and the guy is saying, "Well, no, I wouldn't say I can. I don't control their mind in like a witch-like fashion. I just, you know, they. I just teach them. I have a power over them, and I teach them my laws, and you know, it's. They do whatever I say. They do whatever I say. That's kind of like a cult. Now, here's the thing. He's predicted doomsday twice before. Oh, did it come? But this time, I really mean it. That's what he's saying. This time, he really means it. Third time's the charm. So, uh, except for Sophie, Sophie B. Hawkins, the rest of us, June 12th. She's like a cockroach. She's going to live. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you only, the only way have, she'll get another number one hit. We only have two days left. So, I, you know, I got to tell you, I just said to Sean Lee, did you realize we only have two days left? What should we do? So we don't know. <laughs> you know what Sean Lee said? He said laundry. <laughs> he's changing his name to Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, he's he's glad to be rid of me. So, so we th- we thought we would turn to you guys because the three of us we don't know what we're gonna do if the world ends in two days. So, so we're hoping maybe you guys can talk us into doing your favorite thing. What should we all do before the world ends? How would you like us to spend our last couple of days? What's something great we can do that'd be fun or? You know, helping the world or, yeah. Yeah, that you love doing. So talk us into how we should spend the, the next two days. days. Yeah. Eight, seven, seven, six Cooper is the number. I definitely recommend buying something expensive on layaway. <laughs> <laughs> you right. have two days to enjoy it or on credit. Yeah. Right. Like a Ferrari or something sure. right. or a Maybach. Wow. Everybody go buy a Harley. And ride. A Harley? Yep, and ride. You have to do it. You got to teach me how to ride. Will I learn in two days? Yeah, you can learn in two no, days. You're a menace behind the wheel of a car. Imagine on a motorcycle. Well, Don't put me behind a motorcycle. Well, who cares? No, I'm, I'm dying in two like days. It's like flying a foot off the ground. You have to do it. And get some ink at the same time. Just drive your bike up to the uh, the place and get ink. Now, I saw those pictures of you getting ink. You're a big, tough, manly Neanderthal kind of man. And you had this look on your face like you were giving birth. It feels like I'm giving birth. On my arm. <laughs> it hurt really bad. But you have to try it. Okay, so go get it. So, because then I feel like I've really lived. Go get a tattoo and ride a Harley, you're saying. Yes. That's, that's what, what I, think I should, you should do. do. Right. Okay, so the, the world is ending in two days, and this is what you're recommending to me. Yes. All right, that's not a bad idea. Any bands we should go see, Chad, before uh, Thursday? I love concerts, Chad. I w- I'd love to go see a concert before Thursday. 
Mm, boy, I'll have to see what's what's available. Should we go see Motley Crue before Thursday? Yeah, because they're not coming here till July. <laughs> the world will have ended by then. Right. Well, and they'll be dead too by then. Are any of them named Hawkins? No, they're Mo- no. they're Motley Crue. But if you read the dirt, <laughs> nothing could kill Motley Crue. <laughs> They've all been dead already. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's going to be them and Keith Richards, basically. Oh, right. And, and so- the cockroaches. Sophie B. Hawkins. And Sophie B. Hawkins. <laughs> They'll have a great band. <laughs> <laughs> that these cult people will go see, obviously. And anybody named Hawkins. Anybody named Hawkins, exactly. Oh, how sweet is that? So if your name is Hawkins and you're going to be living, <laughs> you don't have to call. But if you're going to be like, you know, like us, you know, talk us into doing your favorite thing before the world ends because we're, you know, TikTok here. Right. 877-6-COOPER or 877-626-6737 if you don't like to spell stuff. Or if you have a phone that doesn't have letters on it. That's true, too. Now, Ken, what should we all do before the end of the world in two days? Shoot the ground. Well, I don't know about y'all, but should I start drinking now? (laughs) I think so. According to this cult, you should. Are you sure this is right? <laughs> well, they've been wrong twice before, but he's positive this is the time the world ends. He's sure. Aren't we going to look stupid when we, we're, not, <laughs> we're not believing this guy and the world is going to end Thursday? Well, I just want to know who's going to give me a job because if I start drinking tonight and don't do work for the next two days, I'm going to need a job. Well, I think if you explained to your boss that this cult leader told uh-huh. you the world was ending, I think he'd understand. Uh, he'd fire me for sure after he stopped laughing. <laughs> so, I don't know about all that. No, you don't, don't want know. to spend the last two days of your life, Ken, at work. No, yeah. I sure don't. You're right. I want to do I, what I want to do. I better not tell nobody. What? No, th- the whole point is you tell us so we know what we should be doing. Hey, you're going to sit around your house in your underwear eating fried chicken. That's right. your favorite thing in the world. No, I'm going to go get out on my Harley wagon, and I'm going to go looking around for a couple certain people, and I'm going to give them an advance notice. <laughs> so they get to leave the earth sooner. So they, get to, they get to go a little quicker than others. <laughs> they don't have to wait till Thursday. Right. And then when you and wake up gonna... Friday morning, you're really going to hate it. <laughs> yeah, when I sober up Friday morning, you mean? <laughs> like I said, <laughs> this ain't quite right here if I'm going to have to. Uh-uh, I don't want uh, unless somebody's certain I ain't playing this game. All right, Ken, just one last time. Say Friday. Friday. See, you're not going to be able to say that this week. Yeah, so we got to get our Fridays in. Hey, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jessica Simpson or... or uh, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Thank no. you. There's one. Oh, he's so country. Of course he picked Carrie Underwood. No, that's one. Hi, James. Hey, guys. Carrie Underwood's hotter. Oh, are you, you know what? You're gay. It doesn't count. You don't get to vote. He, he get, it, it, for him, it's times three because he's gay. James, how do you not see that Jessica Simpson is so oh, much hotter? Jessica Simpson's beautiful, but for some reason, I just think Carrie Underwood's as just as far as looks. She's just better looking, I think. Oh, please, Mary. <laughs> you Stay gay. You don't know your women. Uh... <laughs> You're I a female. I couldn't ungate my way out of a bag, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how I know. I would never go gay for Carrie Underwood, but Jessica Simpson can have me any way she really? wants me. Yeah. Wow. That's how I can tell if a woman's hot. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's funny. I wouldn't turn down Jessica Simpson. Carrie Underwood, I don't think so. <laughs> well, they're both beautiful. I mean, yeah. I think Jessica Simpson's pretty. But you have to pick one. That's the thing. I think Carrie Underwood would be it. Okay. 
But no, I think if I had two days to live, I would just go tell everybody off that I've always wanted to tell off. <laughs> do it, James. Do, do it, it now. Do it I, now. Everybody, I hate you, and I cannot stand the things you've done to me in the past and all the wrongs you've done to everybody else. Yeah, screw y'all. And I hope you do it before me so I can dance on your grave. Yes, exactly. But boy, it's going to be a little awkward at work Friday morning when the world doesn't end, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to end, Chad. Yeah. Right. But I have a question. Do we have a time? Do we have to do the show Thursday night? <laughs> oh, that's a very good point. <laughs> that would suck if the world ended and we're here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say a curse word on the air Thursday if we're going to. Yeah, if the world's going to end, it needs to end before the show starts so we don't right. have to work. And then Jessica Simpson would call everybody up and, and tell them, hey, I'm hotter than Carrie Underwood. Right. Exactly. <laughs> No, Sophie, Sophie B. Hawkins would be hotter than anybody then. Well, she'll she, be the only one left. Only one left, yeah. That's all you got. That's your big option. Her and Sophie B. Hawkins are no cockroaches. And Motley Crue. Keith <laughs> <laughs> <Keith> Richards. <laughs> hey, Michael. I was just going to say, I'm Carrie Underwood. I've got, real quick, just on her, I can't stand her because to me, she has a uh, split personality, and here's why. One song she's singing, Jesus Take the Well. You know, talking about love and mm-hmm. kindness. Another song she's singing, I tore his car up, and I'm going to teach that man a lesson. Exactly. She's too uh, psycho to date. Mm. Okay, that's a little two sides of the street, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, thank now, you. I, <laughs> well, you're the expert, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? I'm the expert, unfortunately. <laughs> but he put it no, the right uh, way. Now, Michael, uh, what should, okay, the world is ending on June 12th. I don't know if you realize that, but you only have a couple of days left. So talk us into doing something really fun or something you really love before the world ends. Well, like that guy said, I won't tell everybody off. You know what? I thought about that. And I said, what a selfish way to live. How about forgive everybody who ever wronged you and how about you know asking forgiveness for the things you're too proud to ask forgiveness for right now you think hmm. you're afraid uh, i have to do this other mm. that's a more more human approach to it than you know just pride i, I get so tired of that and i know so many people this is on the real let's get serious for a second i apologize but i know so many people that when they got the news they were dying mm-hmm. they became such wonderful people and they huh. said i wish i'd have done it sooner Right. I wish I'd have been kinder and more forgiving. So many friendships, you know, were about, uh, you know, within those six months to a year came because they were willing to put their pride aside. And, and how many things do we miss out on that we put push people away because we're too proud to admit we need each other? See, now I feel superficial. I was just going to go get a Ferrari. <laughs> well, you know, well, the end, I mean, you know, you die from looking at that bill. I can take it. But yeah, I would, I'll give my enemies rides in my Ferrari. Right. There you go. <laughs> that way I'll be all right with the world. <laughs> the win-win hey, t- situation. It's a, exactly for for everybody. Hi, Tom. Friday. <laughs> Friday. See, because you're not going to be able to do it. Because Friday exactly, won't happen. Yeah. yeah. We gotta get I, I it all in. Stream that before Friday, and hopefully I will be able to finish, finish Cooper's book before Friday. So you better get to reading, <laughs> Thursday, brother. Apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I wanted to do. I'm sorry. I Thank you, Tom. Time, so. Tom, that's a good thing to do before the world ends. Yeah, I quit your job and yeah. read the book because the world's going to end anyway. Uh, well, I work with the Boy Scouts, but I do like Cooper's book. So <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Which yeah, one are you reading? Which Which one of my books are you, you reading? You can build a fire with it. You know how you can build the a fire with perfection. Oh, good. Thank you. You can take yeah. a page like this, I want it on your and you can do it like that. And then oh, that's right. Tom won a copy of my book. In, in, and then in you can light it on fire. you guys, I've, I've ripped pages out of the book. <laughs> 
thank you. I'm glad you. So you've hey, read it and ripped it. Wait a minute. Yes. If you're yes, if you're a member of the cult of perfection, are you going to die on Thursday? Uh, well, I mean, I might read something else after that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right, Chet. See now, Tom, I didn't think about this because I have my own cult, the Cult of Perfection. That's the title yeah, of the book. Right. This guy yeah. has a religious cult. I just have a book with the title Cult. Maybe, maybe, I don't oh, know. See, and I've been trying to join this cult. I mean, <laughs> I didn't realize there was there there wasn't actually one of those. And Sean Lee's better than Sophie B. Hawkins, right? Yeah, well, I would hope so. When it comes to singers, that's wow. a good point. Hmm. Well, you know. I'm never going to know what happened on Entourage. Oh, right. Yeah, if the world ends on Thursday. We're not going to know. <gasps> I'm not going to know who who wins Legally Blonde. I'm watching that on MTV. Have you seen that show? I no, love it. there's no reason for that. Yeah, I love that show. But, no, it's just that I here. won't know. I won't that, know that, which girl gets gets right. the lead role on Broadway in Legally Blonde. I'll never know if, the the, if they'll make a Sopranos movie. You won't know. <sighs> this isn't going to be good. I don't like this. I'm not ready for the world to end. There's so much TV to watch. <laughs> I, I I don't even know if I'm going to make it through all my TiVo by Thursday. <laughs> well, you know, that's, but that's the whole point. You're going to have to find something else to do to really, to really, you know, make the most of your time between now and the end of the world on Thursday. I, I got to go through my TiVo. That's the most important thing. Hannah, are you shocked <laughs> to learn that the that the world is going to end on Thursday? Um, not really. I think we should all be able to go to a Hanson concert for free. <gasps> they, exa- you know, all of all these bands should should wake up and realize the world is ending Thursday and just do free concerts between now and then so we can all just go and enjoy them. Exactly. That would be awesome because we are totally Hanson fans and everything. Number one fans. Absolutely. Is this 1996? I'm a fan. I like Isaac. And it's just awesome if we could just spend a day with him and actually oh see God. them in concert. That'd be awesome. That was what I would want to do. That's the perfect way to spend the last day on Earth, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Absolutely, Hannah. Thank you. So do we, before the world ends, do we wow. go back in time 10 years? <laughs> no, they're still, Hanson's still around. Are they? They're still around, but they're not they're relevant. To, to certain people they are. Maybe not to you. Name one. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Motley Crue. We talking about years ago? It's they're relevant to Hannah and her friends. Okay, you got a point, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you shoot us at the Jonas Brothers, I would have been, but right. Modern Just, bands yeah. like uh, Poison Motley that you're Crew. into, yeah. Mm. Hey, Jay. Hello. Now, Jay, yeah. talk us talk us into doing your favorite thing before the world ends. What should we do before Thursday? Boards on your head, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to first. I'd have to teach you how to say yeah. Yeah. But um. No, uh, what I was thinking is either um, either try to watch all 200-some-odd episodes of Mystery Science Theater in one afternoon or um, see if I can find enough people to go play paintball. Ooh, paintball would be fun. I, I, although I dig Tom Servo, I think paintball would be more fun. Good way to spend the end of the world. Hmm. At least you get all the shooting at somebody. Yeah. yeah. I've never done that before. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. since, since I won't get to say this on Friday... <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate we're not going to get a Friday out of all this. Hey, Mr. Bill. Hey, Cooper. How are you doing? Now, Mr. Bill, talk us into doing your favorite thing. How should we spend the next couple of days? Because, you know, the world is ending on Thursday. I don't know if you heard. Well, it's not my favorite thing to do. I just haven't done it in a long time. And that's go to the strip club, uh, as Anthony and Chad refer to <laughs> as... Uh, Whatever that adult emporium, whatever. Of sophistication, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Chad, yeah. how do you say it, Chad? 
He's on the phone. Adult Emporium he's, he's of Sophistication. He's the only one who can say it. He yeah. says Adult Emporium of Sophistication. No, he says something else. He That's what he says. He says he adds something in there. He doesn't. Chad, how do you say it? Strip club. Emporium of Sophisticated Adult Entertainment. See? Oh, okay. You're right. Emporium of Sophisticated Adult Entertainment. It sounds a lot classier than strip club, doesn't it? It's true. Okay, so that's where all the men are going to be. The word emporium just conjures up the word class, doesn't right, it? Right, of course. Yeah. And as far as Jessica Simpson or um, the other girl, Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica Simpson. Oh. Thank you. Oh, Thank no, you. Mr. Bill. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Mr. No. Bill. Lindsay, what should we do? Well, what I'm going to do is go out of bla- in a blaze of glory at work. I'm going to uh, repeat my favorite scene from Half-Baked and say, F you, F you, F you. <laughs> You're cool, F you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm heading for that. The beautiful glow of that uh, hot donuts now sign at Krispy Kreme. <laughs> that's perfect. Tell off everybody at work and then go get donuts. Absolutely. Oh, that sounds like a good a good goodbye, a good end of the world moment. Uh, yeah. I'll enjoy it. I'm going to hang out with you, Lindsay. That's see that now that now that I'm sold on. That's a way to, to end the world. You put some ice cream on the donuts. No. 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 Just a just a whole just dozen donuts. donuts They're original. Of, yeah. Just. You can't improve on the original donut. Mm. Oh, and just it's guilt free because you know, pff, what are you worried about? The next day everything's over. Absolutely. But Perfect. then you know, they're guilt free if you eat them over the kitchen sink anyway, right? That's <laughs> 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 and jump up and down afterwards. Well, yeah. Well, you could try to finish your sleeve of cookies. You've never done that. I've tried. I've gotten uh, halfway through a sleeve of cookies. But if it's the end of the world, you might be that, that might be some extra incentive. It's true. To finish a whole sleeve There's of cookies. There's a whole cookies. sleeve of Oreos. Right. Or or Chips Ahoy or something. Oh, Eat a whole I, a whole dozen donuts at one I love, time. I love that I love that that gorging myself on food. Eat some meat before you die. Yeah. I don't know. Finally not, eat the steak at the five million degree steak place. Uh, you guys, I'm not trying not to eat meat. I don't like it. It's like me saying to Chad, have some ketchup before you die. But if the world was ending Thursday, he would put one on his hamburger. No, no he would not. Why would he all of a sudden eat ketchup if the world was ending? I Why would. would that be? Would you, Chad? No. See? If it meant she would eat one of those steaks. Why would I eat a steak? Because it's good. I don't enjoy it. I want to enjoy my last days on Earth. You will enjoy it. It's good. I'm I'm eating a sleeve of cookies in my Ferrari. That's what I'm doing. After I tell you all to F off. (laughs) (laughs) How would that be different than any other day? Well, there'll be a Ferrari. (laughs) That's how it'll be different. (laughs) So talk us into doing. What should we do before the world ends? 877-6-COOPER. Hey, John. Hey, Cooper. John, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. You didn't know about You're this, You're going to die. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. June 12th. Uh, well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so how should we spend our last couple of days on Earth here? I think you should go tell everyone all your secrets. <gasps> That's good. Why don't we start with you, John, since yeah. the world's ending anyway. You why don't you tell it. us some of yours? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> But if you're gonna die, it doesn't matter. And no, and nobody's listening anyway. Right? Yeah, it's just well, us. Just the three of us. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so your name isn't John. It's uh, Sean. Yeah, it is Sean. Okay. Um. Tell us one yeah. secret. One secret. Um. 
Yeah, I don't have any secrets. Oh, well, yes, at you least, do? Come on. Who's well, hotter, Jessica world. Simpson or Carrie Underwood? <laughs> oh, okay. Definitely Carrie Underwood. See? See? John, go go die. <laughs> 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 no, with the rest of us. We're all dying on the 12th. Oh, wow. <laughs> You can't tell listeners to go die. No, well, that, we're all going to die on the 12th. I think that's against every rule of we're radio. All, we're all going to die on the 12th. If the listeners die, we have no ratings. That's a very good point. Okay, I'm sorry, John. I apologize. I apologize. I just don't understand. John, I don't understand how you could be interested in Carrie Underwood and over Jessica Simpson. She's got the boobs. And he wouldn't tell us a secret. How do you not like boobs like that? Maybe that's his secret. He doesn't like boobs. Mm. He's afraid to tell face, us. She's got that face, though. Huh? She's got that face. That face. What? Jessica Simpson has that face. I Carrie know, Underwood the... has like a horse face. No, the yeah, other she's way like around. Penelope, whatever her name no, is, Cruz. Yeah, no, yeah, kind of like a horse. No, yeah, I think so. Jessica doing... Simpson's the hotter of the okay, two. Here's a secret you didn't. John, know. I'm sorry. I apologize, John. Yeah, yeah. Cooper does crack at work. That's the secret. Yeah, that's the secret. Actually, maybe that's what I'll do my last day. I've never done anything like that. <laughs> maybe I'll try some. See, the thing is, if I try that and don't like it, then I've wasted my last moments on Earth. That's the problem. So I want something that I know I'm going to really enjoy doing, which is why I turn to you guys. What are we going to really enjoy doing before the end of the world, which is on June 12th? Kim, did you realize that you only had two days left? I'm really nervous and scared, too, sir. <laughs> but at the same time, when I called in, I had something I was going to say, and then I, my expectations were low for myself, and so it's really built up since I've been on hold. <laughs> so, at first, I was going to like take all the money off on my credit cards and see if I could just get the next Reno 911 episode. Oh, that's but good. But now I'm like, I want to hang out with Reno 911. <gasps> but then I'm like, you know what? I don't think I have enough money to hang out with Reno. So now I'm like, I just want to hang out with Cooper and Candy and Potter and, and all you guys. That no, would no. be so fun. Oh, no, no. And we'll go. Party. No, us together. We'll all go find the Reno 911 people and hang out with them. They're not, they're not such big celebrities. They can hang out with us. That would be so fun. Yeah, they're on basic cable, for goodness sake. <laughs> no, I know, but there's new episodes on on Thursday night, and it's going to be, when is it? Thir when on oh, Thursday Yeah, we, we don't night. know what, when it's going to happen. I mean, exactly. It's not on until like 9 or 10 o'clock, and Ooh. so we can try before then. Yeah. You know what? Here's so, what we do. We go find them, and we have them act out those last few episodes. But that's us. not what they that want to do on their be, last day. <laughs> oh, ad lib. That would be great. Well, we won't so tell them. Here, I've got three teenage boys that just showed up at my house on my friend's kids, and I was like, okay, guys, who would you rather have, Carrie Underwood or Jessica Simpson? They're like, okay, you mean for singing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for like, singing. No, no, for dating. For Which hotness. one is? For, okay, Cameron, you have to tell me what you said now. Why did you pick Jessica? <laughs> okay, he's 18, not really, but um, because <laughs> he would like to hear her talk while, she, while he does some stuff. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, see, I, that's why the boys love her. Exactly. See, wow, thank you. Thank, thank you. you I agree. See, that, that I understand. Right. That I understand. Jessica, I think Jessica Simpson is like ridiculous hot. No. Uh, in that video, the boots are made for walking. Well, it's not like she's did. ugly, but Carrie Underwood is hot. Yeah, we're not saying I don't she's think Carrie ugly. Is, it, Carrie Underwood is not hotter. She's not hotter. Mm. She's just not. Mm. Byron, which one's hotter? Uh, I'm going for the dumb and the beautiful. I pick Kelly Pickler. <laughs> there you go. That's a very PC answer, Byron. Well done, well done. He's like, he likes him dumb and purdy. <laughs> <laughs> and she just lives right down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's the difference. Byron may have a hard time trying to date Jessica Simpson. I think he can get Kelly Pickler. <laughs> She's 
walking out, <laughs> walking around all the place. You see her all the time. Now, Byron, how should we spend our last couple of days on Earth, which, according to this cult, is June twelfth? Lay in your front yard naked with a good bottle of liquor and get high. <laughs> okay, that sounds That's... like that sounds like an average Thursday for Sean Lee. <laughs> that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is. He's, Shirley's going to do something he doesn't normally do. Yeah. <laughs> Stay Thank sober you, for one day. Stay... <laughs> now, Greg, you agree with Anthony that we should all just hop on our Harleys and just fly. Yeah, but I wanted to add something to that. You need to go to the Blue Ridge Parkway. So you start from one end and go to the other and stop at every other look for about five minutes. Because more beautiful than that parkway up there. And who would you rather have on the back of your Harley, Jessica Simpson or Carrie Underwood? Oh, man. I have to go with Jessica, I guess. Oh, All right. I love Greg. Greg. I'm, I'm not a big Carrie Underwood fan. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Love her singing. Don't think she's hot. Do you Sorry. belong to a hog chapter, Greg? No, no, I don't. Oh. Uh, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, are you going to ride the um, Carolina Harley ride this Saturday? <laughs> yeah. No, neither one of you are. are. The world's ending on Thursday. No, no. See. If, th- if it don't end, uh, uh, I might see you there. This is the bad thing. I was supposed to leave to go on vacation Saturday, but oh, yeah. I'm staying till Saturday night so I can go to the, the bike ride on, on oh, Saturday. Oh, you'll so be divorced by Sunday. Right. Well, <laughs> how would I know? If, how would I know it's you? Because I don't have the internet to see pictures or anything. Look for Black Harley. New, yeah, look for the guy in the tattoo. Black Harley. Black there's Harley. Only, there's only two Carly. Black Harley and a tattoo. You can't like, miss them. Yeah, I have a Black Harley a tattoo. That's like saying my wife is the blonde Hooter girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just look for me. Look for the guy with a lot of gel in his hair. (laughs) (laughs) But now, Anthony, I don't know why you're making plans for Saturday. The world's ending on Thursday. Are you not paying attention to this? I have a backup plan. You have a backup plan just Just in case. case. It's it's a whole thing. It's once a year that this place goes ballistic with with the bikes. They got the big circle, the bikes that go around in a circle. It's a whole thing. I hope they realize they may not. I don't know. They're still going to plan it, I think. That's not what this cult leader says. You know, come August, he's going to have to take another week off to go to Sturgis. Really? Are you? Well, Are you? Kid Rock's going to be there this year. I, no, that's going to be in Wisconsin. Are you going? No, he's going to be in Sturgis, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Prepare so me I could now. Go, I could go to Wisconsin, then go to Sturgis. Oh, go to the Milwaukee one? Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee, because it's the 105th anniversary. So prepare me now if you're going to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the weekend, so I'll go on the weekend. Okay, just check it. Okay. Michael, how should we spend our last couple of days on Earth? This one is for Anthony. Okay. I think we should just run up a bunch of pay-per-views on our DVRs, not right. worry about what we've already got taped, because Dr. Stephen, Ant- uh, Stephen Hawking's will find a way to beam it to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could run up all the bad movies, and the wife would never know, because the bill's not going to come in time. Right. We won't be you. Right. Wow. That's pretty good. Wow, I like that. That's yep. Yeah, I think that's start good... that tonight. <laughs> and when she asks why, just explain to her. Well, the world's ending on June twelfth. Haven't you heard? And if it's not ending on June twelfth, I can blame it on the kids. Right. Now, Jenny, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Did you know about this June twelfth situation? I've just heard about it from you guys. And uh, I, what do you think? I think we should all go to California. Great place to be, and you get an extra three hours. Oh, <gasps> the time difference. We didn't I mean, even I guess think you could about keep that. Going even farther west and get an extra day, maybe. You go to Hawaii. Yeah. Or, or Australia. Australia. Just yeah. keep going. We can watch the world die. It's kind of like Superman, you know? You just keep going backwards in time. Right. <laughs> so that's Santa Monica you'd go to to watch the world die. <laughs> <laughs>
Jenny, that's brilliant. Nice Everclear reference, wasn't it? <laughs> exactly. That's, bril- that's very good. Je- that's brilliant. <laughs> You're the only two that got that I joke. Know. <laughs> we didn't consider that. We didn't consider the time d- the time z- d- zone thing. Right. The time difference. Brilliant. Hi, Greg. Hi. Now, Greg, what, what's something that we should do? You know, not the world's endings on uh, June 12th. What's something that we should do? Well, I, I was thinking I still haven't tried the... Uh, the- I've always wanted to try having a, a deep-fried Twinkie on a stick. Oh! You need to do that before you die on the 12th. Yeah, I called about this before. I still haven't tried it, so probably if there are only two days left, I probably need to get on that. TikTok. <laughs> That's right. Is yeah. there a fair going on somewhere where you can There's go? always a fair going on somewhere. <laughs> wow. There's got to be a fair going on somewhere. Or the deep-fried Mars bar I always wanted to try. Right. It's always spring carnival or something. Yeah, That's but it's not going to be here. We're going to be dead. Well, in the next couple of days, that's not a bad idea. If Greg and I sort of, you know, got, not, got on a Harley and just kind of ate our way across the country. Got a tattoo. That's fun. I like that idea. <laughs> I don't mind having lots of food. Okay. Hey, Anthony. Hello. Not you. Hello. Hello, Anthony. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> now, Anthony, what should we do before the world ends on the 12th? Well, I figure, because everybody knows there's people out there that owes them money. Mm-hmm. Especially if you loan money out. Yeah. Well, since the world's going to end, you're not going to get your money. So why not go around kicking their butt, kicking their asses? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. That's Open what, up a can on them. I do exactly. I love and, that. And then I guess my my second thing I would have to do, I would have to roll a big, big fat blunt and just <laughs> smoke it and go on like one of them crazy rampages, get chased by cops. Oh, wow. That Go like out a, in a blaze of glory. That sounds like Literally. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Sorry to be the one to tell you that, you know, the 12th is, is all there is. But in, but in case not. The end is nigh. <laughs> in, in case not, we have uh, some good guests on Friday. <laughs> Cancel those guests, Chad. No reason for them to come. <laughs> Cancel friend Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back. It's the Cooper Lawrence Show. Swim out past the breaker. Walk